Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. But also, Chef is. Yeah. Hey, that's me. Welcome. Thanks for having me on. Fred was just hungry. He just grabbed you out of <laughs> no, the hallway. No, I wasn't hungry. He was like, he's like, what are you holding? It smells uh, great. I Come on in. Jealous. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm put down that, for whatever. Put that thing around right your mouth like a delicious Cubano from right the here. shop. Right here? Can you yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. All right, so Paula's with you. She's not on the show. So what am I about to eat? This is a what, Chef? That is, is? That is the Cubano. It okay. is a classic-ish Cubano. Oh, classic-ish. Yeah, so we make ours with uh, slow-roasted pork shoulder, ham, house-made pickles, mustard, aioli, and... Uh, Greer cheese. All right, man. Use your descriptive words. I'm a big Greer guy. Use your descriptive words as I bite into this. Okay, he's bringing the sandwich to his mouth. What? Uh, what's the bread there? Uh, that's just a brioche bun. Excellent. Nice it looks, it looks denser than it normal sweet. brioche. Yeah. It, it well, it was thicker, but we smashed them like you smash a normal cubano. So. Oh, that's hot. I can't. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, hey, fair enough. That's a good. That's good. That's good news. <laughs> So like the, the Cubano, a classic legendary sandwich, but re, re-popularized in the movie Chef. Correct. We were uh, just talking about that. Yeah? yeah. Was it like one of the inspirations to bring the Cubano to your spot, or is it just like uh, a, a classic dish you've always worked on? Well, the Cubano is just a sandwich I've always loved, and I knew mm. I wanted to do my version of it, so that's kind of how it happened. That movie is a great movie. Sure. Um, a lot of restaurant media and chef media does it wrong. They were one of the few to do it pretty okay. Right. And uh, that story especially is a very familiar one to a lot of chefs who go crazy and then leave <laughs> and then open a food right. truck. Like, that happens all the time. It's a, it's a great movie for a bunch of reasons, whether you're a foodie or not. Like, the the parent-kid relationship yep. is just an absolute tearjerker. Yeah, and, and just everything about it, like... The way he literally, like, loses his mind because people just don't understand what he's trying to do. Right. That is like that is like a chef milestone. If you haven't done that, you're not a chef yet. I, I forget the name of the chef that he studied under in the movie. Do he, you, you so recall? he had Roy Choi, Roy Choi. working on the there show it is. with him. So that's yeah. why all the food looks really good. Yeah. Roy's the one doing it and teaching them how to do it and stuff. So it is just... Awesome. Something as simple as making a grilled cheese, <laughs> Choi and Favreau together, united to make it the yeah. sexiest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, it is a great movie. Chef is joining us on the program. Uh, obviously, you're familiar with the shop, 2933 Monte Vista. Uh, I have a personal story. Do you want it? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So we, t- we talked about this in the first hour, Chef. So years ago, I moved to town. Seven, six years ago, and I get the dating app. Are you guys familiar with the dating app? Oh, quite. Yes. <laughs> Same. Okay, fair Same. enough. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to meet a gal at the at the at your at the shop. I'm going to meet a gal at the shop, and you have that little patio out in front, right? Okay. So I walk in, and you guys saw me. I'm I'm tall and I'm white and I'm handsome, and I can't be, you know, you see me. So as I go to walk in, I see this gal sitting on the patio, and she's uh she's young and Hispanic and long black hair and Tina Fey glasses, and she looks like every other. Hispanic girl in the city, and I just moved here, so I have no idea what anyone is. They're all just beautiful shades of olive, right? That's me. But she's sitting with like an older lady, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that can't, that can't be her. That would be, <laughs> be weird. That'd be weird. Yeah. So I go into the shop. I do, literally, I go to the shop. I do a figure eight. I walk out, and I call, and I'm like, 
hey girl, like not really here or whatever. And she's like, no, I'm on the I'm on the patio. I'm like, okay, wild. So I go back inside, come out. She stands up and she's like, hi, I'm so and so. Not trying to say anyone's name, man. Sure. And she's like, this is my mom. <laughs> Don't I, say don't say her name either. Nope, don't say her. Don't remember. And I, in that moment, I go, Chef. I go. This isn't where I parked my car. And then I one stepped over your banister. You know what I'm talking about, like yeah, the Undertaker yeah, yeah. at Royal Rumble. And that's then I, amazing. I just beelined it for the car. Um, that's, that's the right move. Yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah, that's that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> who who in their right mind would bring their mom to a first date? Who hangs out with their mom? Oh, same. Oh, no, hold on. Hold on, same. <laughs> now, hold on. That's my best friend. Oh, good. Yeah. Who's Sandy? Yeah, Sandy Kay, yeah. friend of, OG friend of the show, okay, one of my favorite okay, people okay. on earth. But I wouldn't bring her to a first date. Yeah, that's... Good Lord. That's me, red flag. Me one. and Van do our very first episode of this show ever years ago, five years ago, whatever it is. Yeah. Sandy Kay Venmo's van, like 50 bucks. It was like, drinks on me, boys, celebrate. And oh, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm melting. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm melting. Uh-huh. That's the mom you want to hang out with. That is. Not the worst. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the the uh, first date and a last date all in one. So there you go. That's first dates and last dates happen at the shop quite often. <laughs> at the same time? <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that can go on in the restaurant at once. But, um, I mean, sometimes it is a first and a last That's date. what it was this time. Yeah. <laughs> Do you but, call your spot a vibe spot? Because I feel vibe when I walk in there. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. We, so, in all, like, honesty... I really wanted the shop to be somewhere where everybody can feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, not not the heights, not the heights. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> like my my invi- my vision for it was like people who just got out of bed at noon wearing sweatpants and PJs sitting next to people in business suits who yeah. are out for lunch. That's sure. what I wanted. And uh, you were like, we got good bread, so if you leave the gym, it's pain and grains. Uh, I liked it. You Thank don't you have you don't have to okay. comment on <laughs> That's that. Fine. I thought yeah. that was a good one. Um, so I think we achieved that and not really through any any of our own doing. Yeah. I think we just let people be themselves and we accept everybody. And we've always been um, my favorite type of service as a restaurant is when people leave me alone. I don't want people talking to me. I don't want like, don't check on me 20 times. Right. And so that's kind of what we wanted to do at the shop. Like, we're there for you if you need us. But like, this is your space. Hang out and just do what you do. And uh, and I think it's it's really created a, a comfortable environment for everybody who goes. And, and you don't have like a static menu, like seasonally, and depending on you know what's in season, like you got you got the greatest hits, but you're always kicking out something <laughs> I'm, new. Too. I'm taking another we, bite. We do specials whenever we feel like it. Yeah. Um, whenever we get really good produce, we'll put it on the menu. We'll put right. it on the salads. We'll put it as a side on something. So we we do whatever we want, and uh, that's kind of the whole idea of the shop and its menu. Um, we have been in business for 10 years this month. Congratulations. And, uh, and there are definitely like, like my chef ego has had to take a back seat to like my business mind. And yeah. it's like, okay, these are the things that sell and they're never going anywhere. This is just sure. what we do as a business and that's what we're going to do. But that's why we do specials. Like whenever we want, whenever we think of something cool, we'll put it on the menu whenever, like, so these hot sauces I brought Seth from Vita Verde just brought like. 50 pounds of peppers to the restaurant, like make hot sauce. It's like, okay. So we can literally just do whatever we want. Good food, bottomless coffee. My big thing though, and this is going to sound simple, I think maybe to a lot of people, but I am the tallest guy on earth. <laughs> Cannot stress this. Uh-huh. They have high seating at the oh, shop. And I go to a lot of these do. places and it's just, I have to sit on the floor and my knee is higher than the table and I'm not comfortable and it sucks. But I go to the shop 
It's right. What is that? The West Wall, right over, right over there. It is, yeah, it yeah. is like the. That's for your boy. That's where I hang out. In the corner. Post me up. Post me up in the shop. And your talents aren't limited to the shop, as you got a partnership with Happy Accidents. Correct. I am the consulting chef currently at Happy Accidents. Um, I am really excited for the opportunity to to step onto a bigger stage. Uh, it is the best cocktail bar in the country. They have the best bar team in the country. And Kate is the best everything at what she does. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What's up, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we she is in the neighborhood. We were just chatting one day and uh, kind of just. I, I was like, do you have a chef? Like, what's going on? And hey, she, who's headhunting who? Exactly. That's what I just heard. Yeah. The chef had just left. And because I, most of us in the industry know each other. We know sure. where each other works. And it's like, I don't know who's over there. And I just asked one day. And uh, one thing led to another. And I was like, I, I can make a menu for you if you want. She was like, yep, let's do it. So I made the menu for their miracle pop-up, which is what they do during Christmas, the holidays. Right. Um, and it went well. So she was like, make our next one, too. So that's what I'm currently doing. Um, I am switching things out as I perfect them. Uh, but it's it's really fun and it's a really creative way to like do cool stuff that I can't really do at the shop. I like everything about that. Chef uh, is joining us talking about the shop, 2933. It's over there at Monte Vista. You were over hanging out with TJ Trout. I was. Now, we would like to talk sports. Did he make you talk politics? Uh, he did not make okay, me talk Okay, good. That. I do like sports, though. <laughs> So as well, like I, a big, yeah. like that. as, as T, a, TJ talks politics about as often as we talk sports. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. Yeah. Okay. So your Cowboys are obviously terrible, right? They've been doing this for 30 straight years. <laughs> but, but, yes. But you're dedicated to suffering, pain. Um, obviously, uh, he's a chef. I am a chef. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it all comes together. It's all coming together. They, uh... They're ne- they're never going to win. Is that the correct take on the Cowboys? I, my feeling since I've been a Cowboys fan is the Cowboys will never win another Super Bowl ever. until Jerry Jones dies. Oh, or gets the Vince McMahon treatment and he's out of there. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. either way, I'm happy. He almost oh, got God. yeah. He almost got Arkansas a couple of years ago. He dodged that <laughs> mm-hmm. bullet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> if you get if you have that kind of money, you can dodge a lot of bullets. For that's, sure, that's a hundred percent true. Yeah. I think that, at least instead of like passing away, which sure I'm on the same page there, at least just not GM. Yeah, just uh, just let them win. You're the <laughs> only roadblock. Why are you always drafting tight ends? Like why? Do you, like let's get let's finish the picture. You don't need a star tight end. You need a coach that's going to coach the way he wants to coach, Dang, not man. one who will just listen to you. Mm. That's a, that's a pretty He's a real cowboy fan yeah. right here. Yeah, but also Cooper Rush is obviously the answer. Yeah, so, obviously. <laughs> yeah, baby, let's go. Your your ginger savior. Give Trey Lance a shot. <laughs> don't. Don't do that. No, don't, don't he's do not, that. He's yeah, not he's, the business. He's not the guy. Did you have any pro bowlers? Oh, I guess Michael Parsons. He's got name value. Uh, Parsons, CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb crushed it this he year. Had a good I think year. like two offensive linemen also pro bowlers. I think we had four total. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mr. exactly. Mm-hmm. It's real cool to have Pro Bowlers when you <laughs> yeah. lose in the first round of the playoffs all the time. To the 2023 Green Bay Packers, which is the worst team to ever make postseason play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Packers just love ruining my day. <laughs> Packer backer right here. Hate to rub it in, buddy. Oh, uh, dude. Two of my best friends are Packer fans, and uh, we're all in a group chat, obviously, and a couple other friends or Cowboys fans are like, what's the worst that could happen? And I just sent the gif of Dez catching that ball. Ah. And I was like, this, this is the worst thing that could happen. Okay, first off, that was a catch. That was a catch. I mean, I saw the I saw the ruling. I saw that from a bar stool in Nha Trung, Vietnam, 
at four in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that I was is... on I was on vacation during football season, and we woke up at three thirty in the morning to go watch that game. Damn, it was wild. Isn't working in like the kitchen of a restaurant only sports talk for eight straight hours every day? It's a lot of sports talk. Yeah. It's a lot of making fun of each other. Yes, it's a lot of making sure we're being clean and organized. That's like our job here. You're literally describing our exact existence. Yeah. We do a lot at once, which is why a lot of people with ADD and ADHD are cooks. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we do all of that while listening to sports on, on the radio. And sorry, let's say four o'clock hits, right? And you're like, hey, we're going to turn the boys on. How many people in the back of the house are like, no, <laughs> no, we are not. Uh, so we do the, I don't know if we can say like, the company name, but we do the channel where all the games are on and you see every touchdown from every game. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So we do that on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. So, that, you know, we, uh, our, our kitchen is comprised of mostly Broncos fans. Okay. And then me. It's nice that you give people a second chance. <laughs> what other things have they done wrong in life? Yeah. Uh, if yeah, they've chosen the Broncos, give us uh give us one last go at the shop where it is, uh, what it's about. And also if you haven't for the first time, why you should be excited about getting out there. 2933 Monte Vista Boulevard on the corner of Girard Central and uh, Monte Vista, just east of the university. We are open Wednesday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., and we do uh, American-ish style breakfast and lunch. Also, Van, like, I don't know if you know this, but if the sh- if you're looking for, like, a new, like, chef in the back, chef is, uh, I make, a like, a mean peanut butter and jelly. It's okay. It's mm. jam-packed. Um, so we're doing dad jokes on our way out every segment today. Okay. That was that was his turn. Two men on 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The sports animal. We asked Jeff is to leave, but he was just like that first date's mom and he wouldn't do it. Yeah. I'm here. You got to deal with me now. Jeff is sticking around with this. Obviously, we were talking about the shop last segment. Thank you to those. Van, should we give Chef is a dad joke at the end of this one or is it your turn again? Oh, you want to take All this right, one? So, Chef is, you, you need a dad joke gotta... before the end of the segment. Oh, man, I'm going to just yeah. be quiet and try and... Is there, is there a chef joke that you can actually say on air? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, there are not many chef things I can say on all air. All right, you can hand it back to me, I guess. Okay, yeah, it's all you. Last week's Chiefs-Ravens is the most watched AFC championship game ever. 55.47 milli. Dang. What? That's so many. That's five times the amount of people that watch the World Series this year. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> That's half of the mash finale. Uh-huh. Me and my kitchen crew were part of that 55 million or whatever. Yeah. Watching that game at work. Dang. And then we all got upset that the Chiefs were winning, so we stopped watching it. Like emotionally upset? Uh, We're just sick of watching Broncos Patrick. fans. Yeah. yeah. They are Broncos fans, and I'm just sick of watching Patrick Mahomes. I think a lot of people in this country feel the same way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, especially now that you compound it with the Kelsey Swift stuff. Yeah, I love that stuff. It, like, like good for them. Good for football. Same. I mean, also, Patrick Mahomes is good for football. But like, it's just annoying how good he is. Guys, you're talking about the wrong thing. You guys are talking about how you're upset and jealous of the success of Patrick Mahomes. Like two losers. What you should really be upset about is the disaster of the Ravens' offense in the second half of that game and the complete abandonment of any approach to win it. That's not new Patrick Mahomes. I, I yelled that same thing from the top of the Sandias all week. It wasn't just the second half. It was the whole game. Yeah, they could they not the, get it going. The best rushing offense 
in the whole league, and they only carried the ball six times. Sucked. Six two, times. Two running plays for Lamar Jackson. That is wild. It, it was wild to watch. I was like, what is happening here? The Chiefs defense is not that good. Look, you can run on this defense. Lamar Jackson's about to ascend into a really fun level of sports critique for losers. We won't do it on this show, but this is a loser take. Uh, best regular season quarterback ever. Can't pull it off in the playoffs. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're talking to a Packers fan. And a Cowboys yeah, fan. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Guess that, what the Cowboys get a lot of that from Aaron Rodgers. He won one. One. It's Lamar one. Jackson's still young. With Dying the Hingle. Cowboys coach. Who? With the Cowboys coach. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's a whole other thing. There, yeah. 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 Twice the insult. Oh, man. He is that dude, though, right? And I think it matters to him that he wins, right? He already got the bag. Yeah. Like, what else are you playing for? Yeah. Once you have the bag, go win the chip. Like, that's the end of the conversation. Not trying to win the chip. To to get at the level that Lamar Jackson plays at, you have to have just extreme confidence in yourself. Yeah. And if your coach comes to you and is like, hey, we're putting the ball in your hands, Lamar, you have the, the chutzpah. You got the, you got the balls. You got the, the panache. To say, I got you, coach. Put it on my shoulders. I'll, I can do this. And then you you're, you're not. It. You're not going to say, no. Nah, I think we should run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, nah, let me hand yeah. it off to somebody else. But, no, that that competitor in you's gonna be like, oh yeah, let's throw the ball fifty times. That's yeah. never worked. Let's try it today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of all days, today's the day we yeah. do something different. Yeah, against the team that's been here every year. Yeah, yeah. Let's change up our game plan against those guys. But then the league is like, all right, guys, every time we show a picture of Taylor Swift, the numbers go up a little bit. We're about Mm -hmm. to be the all-time viewed broadcast in the history of the NFL. And let's just show her one more time and see what happens to the numbers. Okay, shut the Ravens down in the second half. We need this for February the 11th. Are you You saying there's a script? I'm not saying there's not a script. (laughs) That's very clear. Now, allegedly, and I have the number here, man. The Chiefs and the Bengals drew 53-1 last year. So it's only like 2 million people. Only, only 2 million. So I think the Swift thing might be a little blown out of proportion. But it's not blown out of proportion, right? Right. It's not nothing. It's more than nothing. But how many people are getting more and more tech savvy and aren't watching the game in traditional <laughs> means? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How, many, how many people are watching the game with, with one eye patch on? I mean, I watched Just it from tiring that sucker. Does that like count? Amory, sure, yeah. Did they did they count? Is Amory? Let the callers know that we have a guest. Now is not the time, but we appreciate their support. I have the top ten viewed things of all time. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Number ten, Nixon's resignation. That's the number ten most viewed TV deal ever. Okay. Cool. Okay. Numbers nine through two are all Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> And number one is the moon landing. So that is the list okay. of what people watch. Wait, moon landing got more than the Seinfeld finale? Uh, they're in the top 30. So the mash <laughs> finale, the mash finale is 13 after two other Super Bowls. The only other non-Super Bowls in the U.S. top 30 is the Roots finale. You remember Roots? Oh, oh yeah. Quest love. Yeah. Uh, Black Thought. Love those guys. And a movie called <laughs> definitely the roots we're talking about. <laughs> a movie called The Day After. I don't know what that is. What's the day after? I don't know what that is either. Then that's number seventeen. And then the OJ police chase was number twenty two. Uh coaches, you were saying that's your favorite TV of all time. You said Correct. that. You said the OJ police chase 
number one for you. Yep, got it Got it on repeat on the TV <laughs> right now. It's my comfort viewing. There we go. <laughs> and then number 29 uh, is the Ollie Spinks uh, rematch. So oh, the, wow. I wouldn't expect yeah, that one. So Seinfeld, not in the mix. Seinfeld's not in Dang. the top 30? Nope. Dang. What kind of country are we living in? Tony Soprano? The day after was apparently some sort of like propaganda world, like like the world atomic bomb thing. No clue. But yeah. Oh, like the uh, World of Worlds radio dupe thing. Uh, I, I really, I legit yeah. haven't even heard about that. All right, we'll just find out real quick. I mean, what do we have? The internet right here. The day <laughs> after. I've never even heard of that. All right, I got you. So I'm um, looking it up here. Came out in 1983. Uh, the fictional something something. Blah, blah. The day after is an American television film that first aired on November 20th, 1983, on the ABC Television Network. I was the film alive. postulates a fictional <laughs> war between the NATO forces and the Warsaw Pact over Germany that rapidly escalates into a full-scale nuclear exchange. Okay. So it was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. That is bonkers. There was a I lot. shut down the world in what? 1983. Also, in 1983, you had like four choices. Yeah. yeah so everyone true. just yeah, chose yeah, yeah. everyone chose that one on the same day. <laughs> Did you hear Van just now? The day after it shut down the world in 1983. Like, what are you doing? Are you doing Rain Man? Yeah. Like, what was that? Hurt and pulled and grabbed my neck in 1988. <laughs> Serious injurious Charlie <laughs> Babbitt. <laughs> I wouldn't even been born for three more years. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I was, I was one. All right, uh, Van, heads up. You and I have to fly to the Super Bowl this weekend. Accurate. I'm downloading on my iPad as we speak the day after 1983 full HD English version. We're going to watch this bad boy. Look, it's not going to suck. Let me tell you why. Steve Gutenberg. The? The Steve Gutenberg. Famed from Police Academy? Police Academy. And my three dads? Hey, and one of the most underrated actors of all time, John Lithgow. Okay, that is I'm the in. I recognize, dude. I'm in. Steve Gutenberg was in Short Circuit, Three Men and a Baby, all the Police Academy films. Johnny Five is I, alive. alive. I would watch it on an airplane ride to Vegas for the Super Bowl. For the Super also, Bowl. is the movie 50 minutes long? Because that's all it's going to take to get there. <laughs> yeah, it's not a very long. Oh, <laughs> so this is my problem with Van. He doesn't understand how time zones work. We've talked about this a hundred times. It's not a 50 minute flight. But it's a 50-minute time difference because of the Pacific. And he can't make this thing click in his head. You get there after you left here. Look, the earth is flat. <laughs> All you have to do is go make sure you don't scrape your plane on the top of the dome. And it's everything's an hour in the circle. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows. Me and Kyrie Irving, we know. John Lithgow. I mean, there's a lot of bangers in this. Seems like it's worth a watch. There's no appointment TV anymore. There's nothing where we're like, hey, let's all make sure we're sitting down. Ooh, Except incorrect. The new True Detective season <laughs> no. is beautiful. It's so good. Oh, I forgot on my flight. I can't watch this with you. I have to watch episode three of The Wire. <laughs> yeah, because you've taken 18 plane rides before you said you'd watch. The wi- uh, is The Wire is my favorite thing in the history of the planet Earth. <laughs> it's like six years ago. Six years ago, Fred says that, oh, man, okay, I'll catch up. Every time I make a plane trip, <laughs> and I fly just, a lot, I'll just throw on an episode of The Wire. He's watched one, <laughs> one and a half in six years. I'll tell you that that's one and a half more episodes than I've seen. Oh, your poor life. You'll figure it out. Yeah, that's what everybody tells me. I'll get there sooner or later. <laughs> debates. I'll watch debates live. I like doing. I like like. I like tweeting those. Otherwise, I don't watch anything live, other than sports. No, miss me with that. I don't no, talk no. About that. Fred does not watch sports. <laughs> You know what it takes to watch sports? That's a lot of time. 
Yeah, that's true. You just catch up no, the next morning. You don't have to agree with Fred. Is you're being very nice being on his show. It owns I'm, an entire day of the week, is like, as it should. He takes as it should. As it should. Yes. I'm good at choring. I got choring to do. So if there was a whole just, day devoted to pro wrestling on yes. TV, you'd watch it. Are you talking about WrestleMania, which yeah, I go I was to like, live? That's two days, actually. Is I go every year. That's how I'm w- so jealous of your life right now. You're going to the Super Bowl and WrestleMania wait, wait, is, every year. Is Do you like pro wrestling? I sure do. All right. You're oh, welcome, you're dude. I, there I you finally go. did something right is, for this show. Have you been out to Duke City Championship Wrestling at the Historic Elway Theater? I have not, but I want to go every time I see it. And I'm like, I should make sure I get to that next time. I just gave you my card. So you know I'm the owner of that. Oh. All right, oh. So let's do this. Is okay. You're coming out VIP with me to do. Here's a, here's a sticker for you. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. So, all right. So Duke City Championship Wrestling at the Historic Elway Theater. Our next event, February the 29th, the Leap Year Lockup, A. Marie. Oh, dang. Don't don't act like you don't care. You do care. You care. I can see. Yeah, that. come out, bring the fam. We'll celebrate you and Hobo Hank as he takes on a newcomer van. Stranger Ooh. comes to town, and Brian Idol as MK's army keeps growing. Billy's boy against, I believe, yes, yeah, against the hometown hero Hobo Hank. That sounds lovely. It's going to be a white wedding, right. Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so, so very funny. All right, we're letting you go, is because we're doing the varsity when we get okay. back, Van. Hey, A. Marie, why don't you wear glasses when you play football? Why? Because it's a contact sport. Two men on 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Today's I 9 varsity. Big thank you to Chef Is and the shop who came by. He was funny, huh? Brentwood Batty. League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Connect with i9 Sports. They are our official partner of the Super Bowl. We're taking out a super cool, it's in your car right now, Amory, replica Lombardi trophy. Mm. And we're going to set it on the table, and everyone we interview is going to autograph it. So and then we're going to cool. give it to i9 Sports. Nice. Kind of nice. Today's i9 Varsity, i9 Varsity of dad jokes. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I would like to go last. You want to go last? Yes. Hey, Marie, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, no. Uh... Hey, Marie. No. Hey. Okay, go ahead. Hey, Marie. Yes. Hey, Marie. Do you know somebody today on the radio is an owl? No. <laughs> you, you get what she's supposed to say. Yeah. yeah. Did you know the first French hot? Who? French, did you know the first? <laughs> oh, who? I got you. Yeah. I swear it, yeah. hey, Marie. We have 15 minutes left. <laughs> Did you know the French that? Hold on. Okay. Yep, take your she's, time. She's a professional comedian, Fred. Hey, Did you know that? Is I'm performing at 8 p.m. So, uh, do you, you need some of these for the show? <laughs> yes. I'm going to be out of my mind. Did you know the first French fries weren't actually cooked in France? They what? were cooked in Greece. That's that, good. Yeah, that's a good I'm, one. I'm into that one. I'm into that one. God, I need to get together. <laughs> I, uh, you guys know I got that new job at the recycling plant. Mm-hmm. I, uh, hate my job. Hi. All I do is crush cans all day. It's so depressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> I'm, oh, Van, your turn. Hey, Marie. Hey, Van. You know, uh, you know Orion's belt? 
Yes. It's a big waste of space, huh? <laughs> hey, you didn't like that joke? Oh, I, I did. Yeah. It's only got three stars. <laughs> I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. Mm. It's impossible to put down. Oh, no. Was it really oh, uplifting? Classic, classic. If people are calling with their dad jokes, they immediately get on air. So, Van. Mm-hmm. You know how friend of the show, Sandy, your mom, uh-huh. keeps asking me why I have so much candy? Mm, why is that? Well, what she doesn't know is I always keep a few Twix up my sleeve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are awful. Friend of the show, Wayne. I know. I, I just recently got fired from my last job, too. Oh. Cause, uh, yeah, at the bank, because the lady asked me to check her balance, so I pushed her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Uh, we literally have. Thank mm. you, Wayne. Well done, but, Wayne. I think you, I think you... Hey, uh, did you guys see the whole conspiracy about the score of the football game? No. So, you know that, can be that like magician guy or mentalist that goes to like all the football uh, guys' events and stuff and predicts the scores of things and stuff? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Before the beginning of the season, they were at the Jets, and the player that was there, they asked him what the who they're going to go to the Super Bowl, and they said, who are you going to play? And they said, the 49ers. And he says, okay, you guys are going to win 31-21. Well, that player now is now playing for the Chiefs. Stop. The Yo. guy that he predicted the score for. So there's a conspiracy Yo. theory now that that mentalist did pick the right score and the right person, but not necessarily the right team. So that player that he picked is his, still going to be the same score with that player. But now it's with the Chiefs, so the Chiefs are going to win 31 21. So, this is not a dad but, joke, but this is a good take. Yeah. No, I know, no, it's not a dad joke at all. But I just thought I'd chime in on that because I know you're into that stuff and I know you guys are flying out there, so I thought I'd chime in. And, I'm putting uh, money on that. I, I, yeah, I'm changing my bet. Thanks, Wayne. When you're down there. Thank you, Wayne. Sure, guys. I like him. Hey, Marie. Why do graveyards have gates around them? Why? Because people are dying to get in. What did the buffalo say to his son when he dropped him off at school? What did he say? Bison. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's legendary. I you know, speaking of can't wait to go to Vegas. Graveyards, man. R.I.P. Boiling water. You will be missed. <laughs> oh. Hey, Fred. Yeah, man. What do you call a fly with no wings? Oh, what's that? A walk. Yeah, that's that's stupid. Yeah. Want to hear a joke about a piece of paper? Yeah. Yeah. No, never mind. It's terrible. Okay. Nice. Yep. Nice. And you're mentioning flies. Time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. (laughs) (laughs) They like bananas. Amory, that's the joke. The fruit flies. I got it. What do you call a fish with no eyes? Uh, What's that, man? A fish. 
Yep. <laughs> Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? Why, Amory? They work on many levels. <laughs> you know, Van was talking about fish, Amory. <laughs> What's the best way to watch a fly fishing tournament? How? Live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it. Van? What did the custodian say when they jumped out of the closet? Supplies! That's a good one. That's a super good one. (laughs) My friend says to me, what rhymes with orange? And I told him, no, it doesn't. (laughs) Yes, okay. Uh That's not bad at all. Uh Uh-huh. The best part about dad jokes is none of them are actually bad. Correct. Like, they're all... Some. Do you feel like some are? Yeah, some are just like, oh, come on, man. You can do better. Speaking of, man, Mm -hmm. whenever you get, like, a bad sausage... Yeah. Similar to, like, a dad joke, it's just the worst. Ah. (laughs) You want to talk about dad jokes? Uh Uh-huh. When does a joke become a dad joke? Oh, when's that? During the div- delivery, when it becomes a yeah. parent. Yep, that's... Mm-hmm. Hey, Marie, you're probably out, I would assume, at this point. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hate facial hair, but then it then grew, it grew on, on you. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a good one. <laughs> I recently spent Van $100 uh-huh. on a new belt for the Super Bowl. Doesn't fit. It was a huge waste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Fred. Yeah, man. Knock, knock. Uh-huh. Who's there? Cargo. Cargo who? No. Al go who. Cargo beep beep. That, okay. I mean, <laughs> less words. Like A cheese factory exploded in France. <gasps> Debris is everywhere. Oh, goodness. I'm going to call my brother real quick. Okay. Ring, ring. Hey, brother. I love telling dad jokes. Sometimes he even laughs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Hey, Marie. Yes, man. How did the hacker escape the FBI? How? He ran somewhere. Nice. That's stupid. Yep. Uh-huh. Why can't a nose be 12 inches long? Because then it would be a foot. Why did the nose feel sad? Mm. Why? It was always getting picked on. That's horrible. <laughs> last one, man. Yeah, I was going to say last break. Oh, guys, I'll tell you what. Enough of the dad jokes. I'm just going to get this off my chest. Okay. I had a terrible day yesterday, yep. y'all. Mm-hmm. When I was walking home, a man in a wheelchair stole my camouflage jacket. When he was wheeling himself away, I shouted, You can hide, but you can't run. Because he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> he's in camouflage now. What do you call spaghetti in a disguise, eh, Marie? What? An impasta. That's a good one. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. 
The next time you hear from us, we'll be at the Super Bowl. Ooh, let's go. I like the Super Bowl trick. Trick, trip. I got new teeth. Mm-hmm. I like the Super Bowl trip. You're working some stuff out. Workshopping. Oh! Where's your show tonight? 377 Brewery? Yes, at 8 p.m. It's free. Do you want me to go? If you want to. I'm not interested. I'm double booked. Otherwise, I would have loved to be there. I There's some funny people there tonight. I had to spend eight straight days with Avery. Get to. You get to. It's like, what did I do wrong? You are honored to. You're one of the lucky ones. Ooh. Witching woman. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's free, which you can't beat free in this town. This is your first Super Bowl. Yes. You're like jazzed. I live for this. You know that. Like, what are you looking forward to the most? Um, Besides seeing all my media friends that I haven't seen since before the pandemic. Uh, just the energy and it's the best event in the world and just being around it and broadcasting it. That's kind of nice. Yeah. It's a great answer. It's my favorite thing in the world. It's my Christmas. I think it's the people for me too. You know, I'm not trying to just steal your answer, Mm -hmm. but like the game is cool. Like all the accoutrement and parties and all that stuff that surrounds it. All that stuff's cool too. I'm not going to say it's not, but my old co-host Joe. My buddy Matt, who runs the Cosmo, all those industry guys we were able to, to play around with every... I've been getting a million phone calls, you know. Sure. Hey, we're coming back. You got us for sure. You're coming to our thing, right? You're part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a friend of the AEW or whatever, you know. I love that stuff. Van? Uh, fun. Yeah. The it's, fun. It's going to be a lot of the fun. fun. I like a, I like an, I like a new experience. I'm, exciting what, I'm excited to see what the NFL brings to the table. Yeah. Do you... Do you two think that I will do an even close to okay job of not being out past midnight every night? Like, I am the worst when it comes to this. What do you mean? You like, like I, I refuse to go back to a hotel room no matter where I'm at or what I'm doing. Like, what, you stay out all night? Every night. Yeah, like, I'm the terrible. worst. Hey, Marie, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. We prepped you a little bit for this, no, but I it know. is such hard work. You're not. It is such hard work. No, no, I don't go out that late anyway. Oh, gosh. Ever. We do. Have and, fun. And it's like the cliche one. Like, Yeah, what if there's like a, a late start West Coast basketball game that you got skin on? Like, yeah. Well, I'll check the score in the morning. <laughs> okay. All the friends of the show are like, I wonder what the boys do when they go to stuff like We do exactly what you think we do. Does not surprise me. Yeah, we don't get to bed early. We're not ready to go the next day. There's a lot of coffee. A lot. Mm-hmm. Hey, Marie. Yes. Congratulations on surviving the week. Now, is last is next week your last week with the company? Is that correct? I mean, pretty much when I come back, I'm going to be here running the board, but you're going to be like, this sucks. <laughs> so like, no, even worse than Avery. No Friday change. Yeah, well, got think it. about it. It's got like it. senioritis. Like, yeah, fri- I, and then I got like a month left. Spring fever. Yeah, you're going to be like, Amory, this sucks. Van, final words. Amory's about to have Friday energy for a month when we get back. Amory's future podcast is just called Friday Energy. That's her future podcast from Japan. Good job, everyone. GG. See you in Vegas, Burke. I wish I'd done a dad joke. <laughs>